0: Breakfast business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk, and we've discussed on this show before how Ireland is well placed to nick some of the legal business from the City of London post Brexit. Now, a new group of barristers has been set up to tap into that potentially huge market for banks and solicitors needing legal advice here in Ireland. It's called the Financial Services Bar Association, and its treasurer is Elizabeth Corcoran and she joins me now in the studio. Good morning, Elizabeth. Good morning, Joe. Given the fact that the International Financial Services Centre has been in this country for over 30 years, I'm surprised that there hasn't been a Financial Services Bar Association until now.
1: You're absolutely right and now that we've come up with the idea of forming it it probably is something that we should have done many years ago but here we are and better late than never as far
0: as I'm concerned. So what are you hoping to do? Set out your stall.
1: The primary aim of the FSBA is to promote the expertise of Irish barristers in financial services law and ensure that solicitors and state bodies know where to find the specialist um, expertise that they need and to provide a platform for colleagues and particularly more junior barristers um, who face some obstacles in, in finding a platform to um, advertise themselves and and hone their skills.
0: So are you principally talking to non-Irish legal professionals or Irish legal professionals? Any and all, Joe. Right. Okay. Now, I mentioned at the start um, uh, that we've already discussed uh, how, in terms of dispute resolution, Ireland is hoping to steal a march Mm -hmm. uh, from the City of London. Tell us how your group can help kind of get a little bit more business uh, post-Brexit.
1: Um, I, I, I think I think that um, associations like the FSBA um, certainly uh, focus the expertise of the Irish legal sector, in particular Irish barristers. In our case, um, and the expertise of the Irish courts in the area, um, which which will um, hopefully uh, assist in encouraging um, as much business uh, to the shores as possible. But there are many reasons why Ireland is well placed um, to capitalise um, on 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 this uh, industry. Um, you've probably discussed Discussed on your show before the concept of passporting for financial services uh, firms, mm-hmm. the fact that Ireland is the only English-speaking common law country right. um, at this point, and and the uh, the expertise of the Irish Commercial Court all all
0: factor into it. Uh, and is the, is the expertise there? Because we often hear of staff shortages in all sorts of walks of life, Elizabeth. Uh, are there enough uh, barristers, solicitors, legal experts, paralegals, as the Americans call, might call them?
1: Um, I, I understand there is. Certainly at the Irish Bar at the moment, I don't think there's any shortage um, of either personnel or talent. Um, and in fact, there was a recent EY report that indicated that if anything, there are too many Irish barristers currently operating. Too many
0: lawyers? P- potentially. John Grisham will be pleased with <laughs> <about> that.
1: <laughs> but no, I I don't, I don't I don't understand there to be any personnel shortage, um.
0: Now, one, one a very interesting thing is you're, you're, you're touting the experience that Irish legal professionals have and Bernie Madoff uh, comes to mind.
1: Yes, absolutely. I mean, mem- to Remind
0: us of how Ireland and Bernie Madoff were kind of juxtaposed.
1: Yes, yeah, well, I mean, everyone knows, obviously, about Bernie Madoff, who ran the largest Ponzi scheme in history. And um, Madoff with billions. 65 billion US dollars uh, was, was involved. So lesser known is the fact that a number of Irish cases um, arising from from the collapse of his investment management business um, were instituted through the Irish courts and the cases were mainly taken by investment funds who lost money in the scheme and the Irish connection was that um, cases involved Irish registered custodians or, or trustees of the fund monies that had used Madoff as sub custodians so as a result the investment funds and some others who lost money in the scheme sued the custodians through the Irish courts. Now these were highly complex very high value and novel le- legal cases which um, really uh, looked at the scope of custodians duties and obligations. Um, now I think all of them were ultimately settled but there, there, there were many different um, aspects and many different cases uh, but Irish Irish barristers were at the forefront of the cases. And, so you're,
0: you're highlighting the fact that you've got this experience. Absolutely. So um, Irish, Irish solicitors and barristers are well placed. Now the other interesting thing that I saw uh, was the FSBA also wants to protect bankers and other professionals in case they get into trouble with the central bank and I'm thinking about the Senior Executive Accountability Regime or SEER which is part of a wider programme. Tell us a little bit about that.
1: Well, first of all I I have to stop you there. I don't think it's a case of the Irish barristers trying to protect in any way um, uh, uh, managers or or, or financial service providers. Barristers would act on both sides both in advising and representing the central bank which is the regulator and on the other side of things which is uh, representing and defending uh, People who may be accused of regulatory breaches. Water. So mm. it is very important to, to to understand that that we act on both sides and mm. with complete impartiality and independence. Um, but you are right; legislation is due to be published imminently, which will bring in a regime to make individual directors and managers personally liable for regulatory breaches that occur within firms and uh, make it easier for the central bank to bring administrative proceedings against um, individuals. So it will entail standalone liability on individual employees for the breaches without the C- the central bank having to prove breaches by the firm. Um, so the
0: uh, can, FS- you, can you explain the, what the standalone liability, what does that mean? Uh, we're talking about individual managers, senior executives, so-called C-suite people um, who may face personal liability if their institution does something wrong. Is that right?
1: Yes, yeah, so what it's going to do is to force financial institutions to carve out areas of responsibility for decision making and if a regulatory breach then occurs within an individual's area of responsibility then they may well be uh, subject to an enforcement uh, action against the central bank in in that regard um, but it, it, it breaks the, the link between it, it means that the central bank will no longer have to prove the breach against the firm before moving to the individuals it can proceed against the individuals directly
0: and finally cryptocurrencies?
1: Cryptocurrencies, well, you, uh, we all are aware that the European uh, regulation is coming down the road in the form of the um, markets in, in, in crypto assets regulation, but um, the courts have also been considering uh, crypto assets in recent years and um, so since 2005, the Irish courts have been uh, granting freezing orders on foot of applications
0: by the Criminal Assets Bureau. Uh, which For is the- people who own cryptocurrencies and are trying to l- liquidate them or what is that?
1: Well, the, it's the the Criminal Assets Bureau is a statutory body which is tasked with investigating and seizing the uh, suspected proceeds of crime. Mm-hmm. So where the proceeds of crime have ended up in the form of crypto assets then mm. uh, the CAB have been making applications to freeze and seize those assets um, and there's also been um, a number of disclosure orders made in respect of you know the, the, the contents of someone's crypto wallet um, and um, a very interesting case just last week in the UK uh, which directed service of court proceedings uh, by way of a non-fungible token and uh, there's no reason to think that the Irish courts won't be uh, following following that lead.
0: So when you say service you mean something kind of Issuing that rate or something like that.
1: So that people know that uh, a set of proceedings have been taken against them. They're, they're given notice of the fact that they're being sued yeah. and, and, serve, and service of those proceedings in the UK was directed by way of a transfer of a
0: non-fungible token uh, recorded on the blockchain. Which is a digital asset which you can't touch. Elizabeth, thank you very much for um, joining us on the programme. This is Elizabeth Corcoran, the Treasurer of the Financial Services Bar Association. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Talk.